terrific. Morning, Mike. Um, uh, actually, this is Jim McKenna. I'm here with Mike Valentine. So wonderful to be here at your home in Lynchburg today, Mike. What's today? August 25th. August 26th. 26th, thank a, you. A day after my dad's 102nd birthday, oh, right. which was yesterday, would have been yesterday. That's right. Tell me your dad's name again. Herb. Herb. With my boots when he was a kid. Oh, right. Him too. Yeah. Wonderful. So that's where your brother got the name. Yeah. Too. Wonderful. I didn't know that. So, so here's just a brief overview of a wonderful hero and dad and husband and friend to me and to thousands of others. Physician, physician leader. Mike, you were at Centra for 30 years as a physician, as a physician leader. You, you've told me as, I've, as we've been through the neighborhood, you've pointed out homes of so many uh, patients of yours, people that you know. Um, you continue to, to give. I love um, the, the dialogue we had last night with Corinne and, and Chad about the great work you've been doing with the Valentine Leadership Institute at Centra. Um, and I love the story about the, the, the woman who sandwich shop that you continue to frequent because during this current pandemic, her business has been impacted and you've been giving sandwiches and free sandwiches, buying them from her and giving them to other families and me. So thanks. Um, you've had an ACC career of physician leadership for over 26 years and contribute in so many ways, nationally, globally, locally. So grateful and uh, thanks for your friendship and the coffee and donuts this morning. <laughs> so just a couple of thoughts. We're having a fun dialogue here in your backyard. It's so sunny. It's probably 70 degrees. Feels like there's no humidity at all. We're looking at the trees. We're looking at the cardinals, the, the, the dad cardinal feeding the baby cardinal. And so, and the other birds. And a couple of questions come to mind. So um, we've been discussing this the last two days, especially after our influencing session yesterday with the, with the um, physician leadership team at, at uh, Centra, at your Valentine Leadership Institute. So Mike, we've discussed what are you most uh, proud of? Let me just stop there. Well, I, you know, I'm proud of, obviously, of being here and, and being in this environment. But when I think about what am I most proud of in my life, um, the the critical thing, obviously, are the, the relationships in your life. So 32 years of marriage to my soulmate would be, uh, I think, the thing that I would say I was most proud of because uh, to have successful marriage takes work and passion and time. And uh, so I'm, I'm very proud of that. But I'm also proud of turning out kids that are good people kind, thoughtful, um, you know, turning out successful adults is difficult in this day and time. So I think that Shannon and I would both say that we're, we're proud that our children are turning into be, to being good people, great people, great citizens. Um, and so I'm, those are the, those are the two things that I'm most proud of is those relationships with my my soulmate and my family. But then you asked me um, earlier, Jim, you said, asked me, how would you measure your life? And when you look back, how would you think that others 
would measure my life. And I, I think that a source of pride there would be the fact that I have uh, been asked and performed nine eulogies. And so that has given me the opportunity to reflect on their lives and how would, how would they measure their lives and what did the world remember of them when they, when they passed. And of course, as you know, four of those were family members and five of them were patients of mine. So I would say that that's a source of great pride too, being asked to deliver somebody's final words, final message, and final meaning. Um, that to me is, is something that I'm very proud of and something that I see reverently and passionately and, and with great honor and seriousness. Yeah. For sure, and 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 just back to your family for a second. Um, I've just loved, you know, spending time with Shannon as I've had the opportunity here in the air and hearing about her fantastic career and all the great work that she's um, been doing and um, her fantastic, um, just some of the trials and tribulations she's had in 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 her career and some of the setbacks and and the and the moments where she's come back stronger mm-hmm. and. Hearing about that not only as in her career but just in her life as a as a mom and a, and a wife, I've loved you know being witness to that when I've been fortunate to, and then getting to know uh, uh, Brooke a little more on this visit, and having met Catherine and 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 Jack, and just seeing just the great stuff that they're doing right now on their own, and, and noticing that this house is more and more empty, Mike, isn't it? <laughs> so. Well, it's been more full this summer than uh, than anybody would have planned, and Shannon would say that is the great blessing of the pandemic, is that families have uh, have come back together, whether they wanted to or not. Families have come back together, so uh, a great opportunity in the pandemic, and most moms would say, uh, despite the pandemic, this may have been six of the best months I can remember for our family. So an opportunity, as you often say, look at the opportunities. Great stuff there. And yeah, so many people who trusted you with um, being witness to their lives after their lives have come to a, let's say, a mortal end. Um, what a what a great honor to be invited to say words about family members and the patients that have put so much trust in you over the years, deservedly. Well, I think everybody wants to hear. Um, you want to hear something special when, when they're no longer with us. You want to hear that their lives had meaning, and that their lives had purpose, uh, and that their lives had impact. Mm. Great stuff to leave with us. So just one more question then before we wrap up is, obviously you're a, a physician and a physician leader. You're the 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 president of ACC, you went through a, a, a cycle before that in so many different roles. You've impacted so many people, again, nationally, internationally, locally. What messages do you have for physician leaders now, um, wherever, here, nationally, other? Well, I, I think that we should all step back, as you have helped teach me to do, Jim, step back and look from the balcony as opposed to trying to look inside when you're in the weeds. 
But if you're if you were to look back and you were to say, how would success look for me as a person, and define that, um, and and it's okay to write things down. I write lists all the time. But I think we all need to look 20, 30, 40 years from now, if we get that opportunity to live so long, and say, what will success look like for me in 20 years, or 30 years, or 40 years? Um, and then, and then you know, have the long-term vision, and the long-term goals of, this is how I'm gonna live my life, this, this is how I'm going to love others and impact others. This is where I can make a difference, where I can have impact. And, um, and putting that off or waiting to do it years from now is missing the whole point. And I think that if you can just start living now and write it down, write what you want to be, who you want to be, and what, you know where you want to make a difference. You asked me long ago. You said, Mike, um, if you could write your obituary, what would it say? And so you actually pushed me to write my own obituary, which I did. And then you asked me, what would they say at your eulogy? What would what would be the impact on the lives that you touched? And what would they think of you as you left this world? And what a great opportunity for us, all of us, to be able to look and say, how will you measure your life? Will you make a difference? And what will they think about you when you're no longer here? Yeah, a great reminder of the, the big picture. And I notice every morning you spend some time, first thing, uh, in your office with the gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I, you know, um, you have advised me for several years now that, um, that doing is a part of what makes us feel good. But being and being present and really enjoying the moments and having periods of gratitude when we realize how fortunate we are and what our opportunities are. Um, And you can't do that. You can't have clarity, clarity of purpose, clarity of, of what we should do and how we should do it, unless you take the time to really be present, be quiet, listen to what your heart says and what your mind wants to say and really take the time to be thoughtful and present and quiet and to listen great reminders in this busy 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 world um so um actually last last thing before we wrap up you're starting a new exciting role at uva quick quick word on that well jim you asked me um four years ago if I could write my obituary, uh, what would it what would it say? And I did write the obituary. And the last the last part of the obituary I wrote when I was speaking of my career, uh, I thought at that time as I was dreaming and having the vision, I thought um, 
he he spent the final years of his career teaching younger physicians at the University of Virginia. And I wrote that down. And so um, at that time, it just seemed like something that I thought I would want to do. But you actually helped me have the vision for that becoming a reality. And so um, as Shannon says often, uh, if you write things down, they're far more likely to happen. And so I wrote it down and uh, it just became an opportunity this past year when when my brother developed um, brain cancer and I knew that I wanted to take some time off to be with him. So <clears throat> my career at Centra ended on April 1st with my leadership at the ACC and it just seemed to be a perfect timing to take a sabbatical and to spend more time being and being present for my brother and for myself and and family and in so doing um, I really talked to leaders at UVA and they gave me an opportunity to join them and so um, I am blessed and lucky and fortunate that it all seem to come together at the right time and so I have an opportunity and I will do my best uh, not to uh, waste the opportunity to teach and have an impact on younger docs for so many things that I think are difficult for academicians to teach. You know last night we were with Chad and Corinne out here on the porch and, and Chad said that um, teaching physicians and caretakers and clinicians how to be present uh, with families who are and with someone who is dying is really a lost art of, of how do you be present how do you hold a hand how do you teach them to to make family members comfortable with critically ill and dying patients is a lost art and people really don't feel comfortable in sharing or doing that so that's just a small part of what I hope I would be able to do with younger physicians. And, and then what I see as, a, as one more opportunity that I've been given. Well, that's, that's great, Mike. They are gonna be the fortunate beneficiaries of all that good stuff. So um, grateful for this time this morning to be out here in this beautiful day uh, in your backyard, enjoying the, the birds, the locusts. <laughs> You, your friendship, and this time together. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for being present for me. My great pleasure.